Welcome to the MedTech Talent Lab, the number one catalyst for advancing careers and building high-performance teams. Sponsored by the Anthony Michael Group, helping companies secure in-demand talent in regulatory affairs, quality, clinical, engineering, R&D, and other areas for medical device, digital health, diagnostics, and other organizations across the U.S. life sciences sector. Here's your host, Mitch Robbins. I cannot believe it, but uh, we're back live in living color. It is another live episode of the MedTech Talent Lab coming at you here on LinkedIn. If you're listening to this back on the recorded platforms, welcome back as well. It has been a long, too long of a break. It's Mitch Robbins, uh, the founder and managing director at the Anthony Michael Group, a search firm uh, serving the greater MedTech community, joined by my good friend, uh, Nick Swig, a talent acquisition veteran in his own right. He leads talent acquisition currently for a company called uh, Collegium Pharmaceuticals. We normally have a bigger uh, live group with us, but we're missing a few folks today. But nonetheless, Nick and I are going to tackle uh, this topic that is obviously very relevant for the season that we're in, which is the holiday season, and why uh, this is actually an amazing time for organizations to be recruiting and fantastic time as well for candidates who are in job search mode. But before we dig into that, Nick, I want to formally welcome you back, man. It's been a while. It has been. It's been too long. We've gotten the chance to speak offline, but it's always fun to come back and do these shows. Yes. Well, I appreciate you being here with me. Guys, if you're chiming in here on LinkedIn and you see this feed, um, if you've got any questions or thoughts, we'd love to hear from you. Even if you just want to say hello, because it's been a while, uh, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, if you've got any questions that uh, arise throughout the show and you'd rather send them through a DM, we're always happy to tackle them uh, head on in, in private fashion as well. So without further ado, man, you and I have been in this business a long time. What, how many years have you been doing this now? You're going to date me in front of our entire audience, Mitch. Jeez, you're killing me. Uh, almost 20 years. Yeah. It's been almost 20. Well, you've got me beat, man. This is my 15th year, and I thought that was a long time. So you are an old fogey, aren't you? <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so clearly, we've been through this a time or two coming around in the season of the holidays. And what does it mean to employers who are either thinking about opening up a brand new search and deciding, hey, should we wait? Should we open it now? What should we do? Or maybe they're midstream and wondering, what do we do? Should we keep our interviews going as best we can? And how do we mix and match conflicts with people starting to be out uh, on PTO and candidate schedules and a candidate sitting at home thinking, ah, maybe I should just hang it up. It's almost going to be the ho- you know the end of the year. Maybe I should just start back fresh after the first. And I think both of us would agree that we're here to tell you it's the complete opposite. And today I want to share reasons as to why that might be. But before I kind of jump into some of the tactical pieces, what's your take on this? What's your take over the years and kind of what you've seen both as a headhunter and as a, a talent acquisition leader? Yeah, I would say that uh, hiring managers and companies in general typically look at January as a clean slate. And it's so attractive to go for a clean slate that everybody wants to shoot for that. But the reality is, Every single company's new budgets are being approved in January. So January is one of the busiest times for recruiters uh, of the year. You're way better off to start that recruiting process this part of the year, even if you're not starting somebody until the, the new year, right? 100%. And so a couple scenarios to go through. Let's say, so there's companies out there right now that have cans in process. And I think that they 
possibly maybe starting to drag their feet because we had the Thanksgiving break and people were out and they said, okay, we'll get back to you. Now, here we are going to be the first week in December. In our industry, there's a shutdown. There's at least a two-week shutdown, right? And so they're thinking, ah, maybe we should just, you know, tell the can that we'll pick this up towards the beginning of the year. So that's one is kind of positions that are midstream right now. Then there's other roles where budgets are, maybe the fiscal year runs congruently to the calendar year right? And that they are just now figuring out what they're going to have approved, but they could possibly start a little bit earlier or choose to just wait and post it later, right? That's another uh, piece. And then the third piece is positions that they know are going to be approved, but probably not perhaps until, let's say, you know, the end of January, beginning of February, let's say, right? Either way, this is the best opportunity possible to be recruiting. And I would wholeheartedly recommend that you keep your foot on the gas until it's no longer feasible with people being out. Because if you can keep the momentum, let's talk about the first scenario. If you can keep the momentum with the candidates that you have in process now, you're going to win because if these candidates get put on the, on the back burner by your organization and they go into the holiday season, what do you think they're saying at, around, around the holidays with their family? I'm interviewing right? We'll see what happens. And then another conversation sparks says, oh, you know, I heard that so-and-so's also hiring for a similar role. Then their interest gets diverted to a different direction. And now a candidate that you had that was hot, that was so interested in your job now has been diluted with interest elsewhere, right? Or is maybe on the, not sure how you feel about them because things kind of slowed down. Okay. So now you're going to be putting yourself in a position where there's so much potential competition after the first year that wants the same person versus if you keep your foot on the gas, engage that person and make a decision prior to the holidays. How cool is it now to have the onboarding process? You could invite them to your holiday parties or they can go into their own holiday festivities telling their family and their friends, hey, look, I just accepted a new job. It's a way different vibe at that holiday table. Would you agree? Yeah, 100%. It's that second scenario where when people have taken the time to go ahead and celebrate a new opportunity, even if they haven't yet accepted, it becomes much more difficult to shift gears, right? You're not going to tell your whole family, you know, I just got a great offer at this company that's doing X, Y, and Z, and it's a promotion. Uh, and then you're going to tell your your family a week later, I, I declined it. Um, not Not typically. So I definitely would agree. This is the right time to start that, that recruiting process. The other thing, if you're an HR talent acquisition professional and you are trying to rein in hiring manager schedules and, and a variety of panel schedules, I would get ahead of this right now. Here we are um, at the very beginning of December. You've still got a couple weeks to look out and say, okay, who is going to be available? When are they going to be available? And how can we coordinate this as effectively as possible, recognizing we may not necessarily get everybody on the same day, but if I can mix and match and figure out how I can get the key decision makers to be available before they're out and express the importance of pushing this forward, uh, you're going to win there as well. I think a lot of times people get intimidated because everybody's schedules are in such flux this time of year. But I think if you can take control of those reins and really keep the momentum, you're going to win. Yeah. And I think recruiters can do a couple of things to really prevent problems through that process. So first of all, just find out what the vault vacation schedule is for your interview team. I mean, it's a, a simple Teams message or email. Hey, do you have any time out aside from the company shutdown that I should be aware of? And then number two, make sure you're communicating those details to candidates up front. So we've talked on this show a thousand times about the candidate experience. The truth is you can have a really bad process, but if you're transparent and honest and upfront with candidates, 
about that fact, the experience itself isn't a terrible one. And so if you know this process is going to drag on because of vacations and gaps between interviews, just be transparent. Christy's out on this day. Susie's out on this day or this week. I think if candidates know what to expect, it's much easier. A thousand percent. And I think that's often one of the biggest complaints on the candidate side is just lack of transparency, lack of communication and being in the dark in one way, shape, or form. And as you mentioned, we have talked about this a thousand times. Uh, my good friend, Deborah uh, Delamundo, just uh, stopped by to say hello. Hey, I was literally just thinking about you yesterday. So uh, hopefully we'll be able to catch up live soon, but thanks for being here. Absolutely. Nick, is there any other comments that you would make on the hiring side before we kind of move to why this is such a beneficial time for candidates? Well, well, I, on the hiring side, I would say, do you want to be competing with 150 different companies that are now opening positions because they all waited or, or do you want to go now? Right. And so I'm thinking back to a Red Sox game I was at with a good friend of mine from California. And, you know, we were way ahead. So there was no question about who was going to win. About five minutes before the end of the game, I said, let's get out of Dodge. And sure enough, we did and beat the hordes of people. It's the same concept, right? Do you want to be in a mass flow of recruiting or do you want to get ahead of that? The other thing is candidates have a lot more free time, either because they have more time off or just because they finished everything for the year. Maybe they're just checked out for the rest of the year, you know, in advance of the shutdown. So I think candidates have more time and more willingness to have conversations. Yeah. The last thing I would add is even if you are just starting the process, now is a fantastic time to get that going before the holidays because you can get that uh, some momentum with candidates and you can engage them. And then, you know, to my point about being around the holiday, you know, being around the holidays with your family, hey, I just started talking to this organization. I've only had a conversation or two, but I'm really excited. Great. You've got that momentum compared to somebody else who waited to start recruiting till after the first. That's not going to be talked about uh, during the holiday. So it's an absolute great opportunity to either solidify these final interviews and get your offers out and accepted prior to, to the shutdown or at least start to build some momentum with brand new searches. Now, on the Canada side, it's pretty much the exact same thing. Do you want to be competing with everybody and their brother who's waiting until after the first to say, new year, new me, I'm going to start my search in the new year? right? Or do you want to get out in front of it where there's some blue ocean and you can actually start to build uh, the momentum for yourself? The other thing is if you're not, there's a lot of people right now who are considering, hey, am I ready to make a move? Do I want to make a move? If I do make a move, what does that look like? Now's a, a great opportunity too to really have that self-inventory and figure out what you do want. So even if you don't get started necessarily as far as the proactive outreach, you're at least being giving yourself an opportunity to get crystal clear on what you do want so you can hit the ground running. Definitely. What do you say to that? Yeah, I would agree. I think this is a good time to think critically about your future. But the other piece is I often tell candidates they luck out if we get them an interview on a Friday. Definitely not as lucky or they're more lucky than if you have an interview on a Monday. And that's just because there's this bias that comes out of mood. I don't know if there's a an official name for this kind of bias. So people are in a better mood on a Friday than they are on a Monday. Same concept. This is a great time of year. People are typically more cheerful. Uh, they're excited. You reflect about the year behind. They're excited about the year ahead. Um, and so you get this bias. The interviews are clouded with a much more positive view, the rose-colored glasses, if you will. So if I'm a candidate, I, I would prefer to have somebody evaluate those sort of glasses. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, you got to do the best you can, and everybody would love to be able to pick and choose when. But the point is, is that if you have positions that you're trying to fill and you've got momentum, you know, a double down on it. 
If you have positions that you want to start recruiting for, get going. If you have a search that you want to create or that you're in the process of with your own job search, double down. If you haven't started yet and you're not sure if you want to make a move, get clear on what are your priorities and what is going to be the next logical step along your career journey that's going to help you get to your ultimate goal three to five years from now, right? Maybe not necessarily ultimate goal, but you know, we've got shortest, short and longer term goals, right? And so each phase of your uh, career is part of the longer game. But if you don't have clarity as to what that actually is for you, it's really hard to justify or figure out what move is going to make the most sense. I think those are the biggest pieces that we wanted to cover, just the importance of this time of year and how amazing it can work in your favor if you play your cards Yeah, right. I think there's one other thing, though, to, that begs, you know, mention at least, because there's a second piece of this season shortly after January um, that internal recruiters call resignation season. Uh, but many people refer to it as bonus season, right? And um, so a lot of times candidates are apprehensive to start a search because they're expecting, you know, a big bonus or they've got stock testing. What I would say is have the initial call of the recruiter be transparent about that payout. Um, most companies have some opportunity to pay out what are called stranded bonus, stranded equity. It, it depends on priority level of the position on how much a company might be willing to spend. But don't use that as an excuse not to start these conversations. Jump on the phone, be really transparent. Hey, I'm expecting a $30,000 bonus in February. I don't want to waste your time. You know, if that's something the company has some flexibility, maybe they could offer a sign on. Happy to talk further. But I, I don't make assumptions. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good point too. And then the other, I guess, last piece I would say is sometimes we're like, oh, well, we don't want to start too soon because we want the start date to be X. Or I don't want to start my search soon because I can't start till X. I think we often fail to remember the stages of an interview process that have to happen before you can even be in a position to either make an offer or accept an offer. So searches that start today realistically won't have a start date till probably around the 15th of January. Maybe, right? So you also got to think of that piece too is kind of the lead time that you need to actually have a successful yeah, I, search. I'd say starting today, you're looking more at like a February first start, right? I mean, it depends on how efficient your process is, but I think industry-wide, they say approximately 60 days to fill a position in the life sciences industry, I should say, it's December 1st, right? So we're looking at February. So I really think now is the time to go ahead and get started and really give yourself an edge, whether you're a hiring manager or a candidate, get that bit. Unless you have the Anthony Michael group on your side, but I digress. I digress. No, all good. As always, let's let's look to the audience to see if there's any questions that came in. I'm at a disadvantage because you can see everything and I, I can't on my end. <laughs> I didn't even think to do that. I'll do that next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you basically have to pull up the feed and then follow along. That's the only way I've, I've figured it out. But uh, nonetheless, man, I'm so glad to be back. There's going to be some big news about the podcast in, as a whole in the coming weeks, if not by the first of the year, which I'm excited to roll out. And glad to have you back at my side here, Nick, uh, sharing the stage and uh, lots more episodes yeah, to and come. Hopefully everybody will enjoy the holiday, whatever they end up doing. I'm sure everybody will jump on that job search since hearing, you know, us experts speak, right? Why would you ignore these experts, Mitch? Our influential We're so speak, influential, yes. right? <laughs> yes, right on, man. Well, thanks for coming and uh, we'll, we're going to be back on another Sounds episode good. soon. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening to the MedTech Talent Lab podcast. For more content-rich episodes, log on to theanthonymichaelgroup.com or subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform.